Open the Word of God with me, please, to Revelation chapter 6. Revelation chapter 6. We have here the identity of the martyrs under the altar of God and their prayer request to Almighty God for their vengeance on their enemies on the earth and the reason for that vengeance being held up for a season. I read three verses, verses 9 through 11, from Revelation chapter 6. This is the word of the Lord. And when he had opened the fifth seal, I saw under the altar the souls of them that were slain for the word of God and for the testimony which they held. And they cried with a loud voice, saying, How long, O Lord, holy and true, dost thou not judge and avenge our blood on them that dwell on the earth? And white robes were given unto every one of them. And it was said unto them that they should rest yet for a little season until their fellow servants also and their brethren that should be killed as they were should be fulfilled. Amen and amen. Amen. The spirit of those martyrs under the altar of God may be different than what you think a Christian's spirit should be, but this is the word of the Lord. These are spirits of just men made perfect in heaven, and they are crying out for vengeance on their enemies on the earth that slew them for having the word of God. This nation this week has made statements about how odd we are and what a minority we are for holding to the Word of God. Time magazine has come out in the last 24 hours and said that Christians are now exiles in their own country. But that is not what I'm going to preach about today because the Lord's going to come and deliver us out of this mess. Though we have our hair singed off us by the burning mass of this melting universe, as we're taking out of it, taken out of it, we will be taken out of it. And we should thank and praise the Lord for that. We see the spirit of just men made perfect in verse 10. We see how close they are to God. Those that live for Him based on His Word. In verse 9, they are under His altar. And then in verse 11, we are told, after they are given white robes to every one of them, we are told that the reason that prophecy isn't being fulfilled at the pace they thought that it should be is because God is waiting for other persons to be killed as well and to join them there in heaven. There are two reasons prophecy doesn't develop as fast as some men think. First, There are timed prophecies that must run their course. We know about Daniel chapter 9 and the 70-week prophecy there that run for 490 years, and it is 2,000 years old now in its fulfillment. We know about the 1,260 years of the Roman Catholic Church, which is going to be read to you shortly, and how that is already expired or expiring. And so prophecy is held up because of timed prophecies needing to run their course. 
The other reason prophecy is held up is because of the persons involved and God has a unique role for each of us to play in His kingdom. And the unique role in Revelation 6, 9 through 11 is some more needed to die as martyrs. And once they died as martyrs, this universe will be wrapped up. It is not because he's feeling sorry for the wicked. He is only showing his long suffering for the elect, for them to repent and for them to be able to pay a sacrifice that would gain them greater honor in heaven. And so prophecy may be delayed to our perspective at times because of timed prophecies needing fulfillment and because of the persons involved. And when we get to 2 Peter 3.9, we want to be thankful that God cares about the persons involved because it allows for our regeneration, which is made evident by our repentance. And may we repent today of every sin in our lives because of the long suffering of God waiting for that. Let us pray. O Lord God, holy and true, there is no other. We worship thee in the beauty of holiness this morning. We worship Thee according to the truth of Thy Word and the truth of the Lord Jesus Christ and of the truth that You are Yourself. We bless and we praise You. Heavenly Father, though this nation raises its haughty, arrogant, rebellious, perverse, abominable voice against Thee and against us and against Thy Word, we love Thee and Thy people and thy word. O Lord, defend us. Defend us and protect us and bless us in your house this day. We thank thee that under thy altar, close to thy presence, are those that have laid down their lives for thee against enemies like those that are raising themselves up in this nation. We thank thee, Heavenly Father, that you have clothed every one of them with a white robe. And we thank Thee that You have a purpose in every one of their lives and every one of our lives. And Your long-suffering and Your waiting is for us to fulfill our roles as You have given them to us. Help us to be faithful this day. We only have this day by Your long-suffering. Bless us to use it and to use it zealously for Thee, Heavenly Father. Grant us repentance of any foolishness or sin in our lives that we might turn wholly and fully unto Thee. Let us not leave our focus on the outside of this church and the Sodom and Gomorrah rejoicing around us, but let us turn our eyes inward and examine ourselves and find what is lacking there. Lord, be with us this day. We thank Thee for Thy Word, and we thank Thee that Thou hast saved us from the foolish ditches of futurism and preterism, and You have shown us the crown of the road when it comes to prophetic interpretation, and we thank Thee. We are not capable in ourselves. We are not worthy of any of the truth You have revealed to us, but we are thankful for it. And Heavenly Father, we pray that rather than consider today's first assembly,
a review of eschatological arguments against preterism, that we would look at them as a reminder and that we would have our minds full by being mindful of the commandment of the apostles of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ that your Son is coming for us soon. And Heavenly Father, though this Titanic sinks to the bottom of this North Atlantic, we shall be delivered by the mighty angels of the Lord Jesus Christ and by His personal appearance. We are thankful to be in His house. He is the head of this church and its cornerstone. He is the chief bishop of our souls and our great shepherd. He is the apostle and high priest of our profession. He is the Alpha and the Omega. He is the beginning and the end. He is the author and the finisher of our faith, and there is no other. He is the way, the truth, and the life, and no man can come unto thee but by him. And we thank thee, Lord of heaven and earth, that thou hast revealed thy Son to us, that thou hast drawn us to him, that thou hast opened our hearts, for without thy divine grace, we would not know, nor would we care about the Lord of glory. Forgive us our sins, Heavenly Father. Cleanse us from all unrighteousness, that our singing, our praying, our fellowship, and all that we do this day will be acceptable in thy sight. Heavenly Father, wash away all our iniquities, so that when we open the pages of Scripture, it will not be a stumbling block for us to cause us to trip as it does so many, but that it might be opened to us that we might behold wondrous things out of it. Lord, we pray for all your churches in every place. Empower your ministers by enabling them to speak your word manifestly and clearly. And, O Lord, defend them. We pray for our government. We thank Thee for our rulers. We pray Your mercy upon them. We pray that You will grant them wisdom and guide them and protect them and lead them that the decisions they make for our country will cause Your people, ours, our children, our children's children, to be protected from our enemies and that we might continue to lead quiet and peaceable lives in all godliness and honesty. Heavenly Father, for every good thing that we enjoy every day, more than anyone has ever enjoyed in the history of the world, we thank Thee. We thank Thee for this beautiful day and its reminder of Your constant faithfulness. O Lord, now show the same faithfulness to us that are inside this room, that together with the power of the Holy Ghost, the Spirit of Pentecost, You will lift up our hearts, open the Word of God, and reveal the Lord Jesus Christ to us in His full power, majesty, and splendor. And we will thank Thee in His name for these blessings as we know that Thou art faithful. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.